This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, this is Allie, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Okay, so to really start off this episode, Allie, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, the last you. time we did this, it was by audio. And I, I know we talked about the collage wall, but I get to kind of see the collage wall, I guess. In a sense. Yeah, so that, that's kind of cool. But the thing I want to bring up before we dive into like all different aspects of a conversation is I think a whole wholesome moment was, again, because you get it through audio, so it's in the moment, but I remember... I, I was talking to you and the next minute you're like, I really like your voice. You sound like you're like in a radio or something. I was just like, no, no one says that to me. And yet I have the radio broadcast degree. So kind of like to me, it was like, oh, okay. I did choose the right career path. Cause if someone was just like, man, you sound like a puppeteer. I'd be like, <laughs> I miss my colleague. <laughs> no, you do. You have like such a unique voice too, where like you hear it and you're like, oh, I know exactly who that is, you know? And yeah. I think like, especially coming from the world of being in the artist land, that's so important yeah. to have a voice that people are like, oh, now this is who it is. And I like this person and I want to hear more of this person. That could be troubling if you pick up on my voice because <laughs> there'll be one time where I'll phone and be like, hold on, I'm going to prank call Allie. She's not going to know. And then it's like, hold on. He enunciated and the inflation and the accent. It'd be like, is this Tobin? I'd be like, uh, yeah, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> I want to ask you to like really kind of dive into things. Your song, Love Song, is out. There's an interesting story behind that. Now, people can obviously check it out on Instagram, but for those who are like, no, we're here, explain that a yeah. little bit to me. So long story short, I was playing a show in Nashville. It's been just about over a year, I think. And middle of my set, like all the time, I do like a couple specific covers that are, you know, the reason I am where I am. So I'll do like some in sync in there and I'll do a little bit of like Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley is like one of the people who got me into country music, but my favorite love song of them all is this one that I feel like most of us know when you say nothing at all. And this one night specific, it was, it was a packed crowd. Like there was not an empty seat and I'm mid first chorus into the song. And this woman approaches the stage and she's standing there for a second. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And she's like, I need you to stop playing the song. And I was like, okay, like, I, yeah. gu I guess we're going to do that. I was shocked. Everyone in the room was shocked. And it's that moment when you're like, what is going on here? Why sure is she Yeah. Right. Yeah. And found out that she was recently divorced and that was her wedding song. And that moment just like, Obviously, I think no matter what would happen, that would stick with you the rest of the night. But there was a part of me that was like, wait, there's a song on this, which really took over me, which like good luck getting through the rest of a set thinking that way, because my brain's already yeah. like starting to formulate like writing lyrics and melodies and all of that. And um, I called up my friend Josh and I was like, we need to write this song together. And I'm so glad we did because we kind of told this story of this woman 
how, how we kind of saw things kind of playing out in a relationship. And then of course, leading up to the song, I was like, I am not the biggest fan of TikTok, but I'm going to give this a go where we've got two weeks until the song comes out. I'm just going to post every single day and like let people in and some of like the behind the scenes of how the song came to be. And then posted that. And I think we're at like over 2 million views now on it, which is insane. And like all of these people who came out of the woodworks that were like, Hey, that was also my wedding song. Also divorced. I'm joining the club, like all of this. And it's just, it's crazy to see how something so real does obviously relate to people like as a songwriter you're always like oh like maybe i'll write a song about drinking or this people will relate and sure enough no it was just like write about real life people will relate wild how that works i think it's it's like so i have like a number of questions go off that uh but like they're more or less not even written on a sheet it's just off top here but like one how is it that she's able to walk up to you and just like stop the song we're security where does security be like, excuse me, she's the entertainment. Like, just deal with it on your own time. <laughs> Again, it was so innocent. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, there was nothing, like, weird about it other than the fact of, like, trying to communicate with me, like, hey, I need you to stop the song. And me being like, wait, what is, what's going on right now? I don't, is this actually going on? A moment I'm very thankful for, though. I guess it's, like, the balls to do that for someone to come up, like, while you're, like, trying to perform, like, Cause can you imagine, like, I know it's different realms, but I can imagine just being like going to like an Ed Sheeran concert or like a Backstreet Boys concert or whatever. And you tell them what songs to play. Like imagine if you go to Ed Sheeran and be like, okay, I know that you wrote this song, but like Bieber performs it about like loving yourself, but like, I don't love myself right now. So can you, like, you're, 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 you're hurting my mood. And he'd just be like, okay, everyone, I know we're in Wembley but this guy over here doesn't want me to sing this. So I'm going to stop. Like, no, I'd be the one getting booed out. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And it's funny because like even seeing all the comments of people being like, well, I don't know if I would have done that, but for the amount of people who did that, there were the same amount of people who were like, Oh, absolutely. Would have done the same yeah. thing. And I was yeah. like, Oh wow. What a great reminder that like, sometimes we have to just like put ourselves in other people's shoes, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Looking back, would I have done it the same way? I don't know. Probably, probably if it were a bigger room, I'm sure there would have been some more upset people and we might've started the song over again, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I want to ask you though, in terms of just that song in particular, like, do you ever wonder if she'll, if she listens to it out there and she comments and be like, all right, I know I rushed you on stage. Now you're writing a song about me. No, (laughs) no. Well, it's kind of funny because like, again, I posted the story knowing that no, no one was really going to see it. You know, like yeah. I didn't think about the fact that I mean, I did think about it. There, there's two sides of this. I was like, obviously, it would be cool if we could find this woman. It would be yeah. really cool full circle. Did not expect it to blow up the way it blew up because like I my videos before that, like the five posted before that had less than 300 views. And I was like cool. My 300 followers are going to see this. They might think it's cool. So yeah, pretty insane. And I can confirm it did make it to who needed to hear it. So that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I think it's interesting, like the world of kind of TikTok, like I'm not on TikTok, uh, but I think it's interesting how like that works is all it takes is like a trend or something to be related or or relatable. But like, Mm -hmm. I mean, to kind of give you I don't know. Like this almost feels like a how I met your mother, like Neil Patrick Harris moment. Cause it's not supposed to come off like a backhanded compliment, but it might, but like <laughs> the song 24, when I seen that come out, 
I was like, and the whole story behind that of like how it was written for your sister and like you're in the car with her and she's listening and she's kind of like, uh, is this about me? And I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm enticed. Like, does she tell her it's about her? Like whatever. But like, to me, that kind of speaks volume because yeah, I'm 30, but I remember being at that crossroads and like, no, I'm not getting married, but yeah, it's still that standpoint of like, okay, I'm almost at 25. What's going on here? And like, I feel like sometimes you look at your algorithm or like the feedback on that. You're like, man, like I, I really wish that would have hit harder. Right. But then you're kind of like, all right, if it hit who it hit great, but that's how I feel like. And to me, that's supposed to be a compliment because you hit Thank me you. with it. Right. Because I'm just like, man, I like this one. And this one has a story. Not that, th- not that love story doesn't, but I'm just like totally. surprised that like, Oh, like more people are like, well, I've been divorced and this is my story. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but what about the 24 year old? This trying to find out a crossroads. <laughs> well, you know what? I think the biggest thing behind that was, okay. So 24 was written for my sister. Like all of that was as yeah. real as you could get. But I remember like, hearing the demo back and I was like, wait, Lauren's coming to town in a couple weeks. If we can get this demo done, we're going to do a car video and I'm going to sit in the car yeah. and I'm going to show it to her for the first time and whatever, whatever. I loaded her up with margaritas before we listened to it in the car. <laughs> Not that that helps the crying at all. But I'm sure a little bit. Yeah. Like it, it explains why she it explains why she was like oh is this about me no, no. <laughs> that is my sister in general lauren is yeah, like yeah. always like, oh is this about me yeah. i love her for it but like i think part of that like 24 and like my thoughts of like how i'm going to market it was very thought out as like oh if this is a good video it will help market the song versus like the approach for love songs was not like this is how it's going to hit it big it was just like I'm cool with whatever. And I honestly am starting to think that a lot of what goes viral and what does not has a lot to do with what is just like truly in the moment versus maybe a little thought and planned out in your head a little bit before, you know, actually going through with it. Yeah. Like, I think it's interesting because of course we've had like other artists on and you see like some songs that I really do enjoy by them. And then you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. why didn't that do as popular as well? Like, I know we had Parker Gray on. Uh, I know we've had like Olivia Rose. Like these are people that I, I went through your thing just to double check, but like there are people that liked your video as well. And Shantaea yeah. and like yeah. some of the songs that you listen to, you're like, okay, I don't necessarily get it, but that's mm-hmm. popular. And then there's sort of like, again, the backhanded compliment side of it, where it's just like a, a song that I'm like, I have this downloaded. I like it, but yeah. it's not trending. And I'm just like, why? Like, I don't, don't understand it. Parker had one out. It was like, I think she did a video on it where it's like, imagine if Avril Lavigne's song Complicated was the right country. Yes. And I was like, yes, that sounds interesting. Now, I don't know how well yes. it did, but in my mind and listening to it, I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. But then there could be a total audience that's like, don't get it, skipping over it. And then another song, I'm like, okay, I don't get that one. But then it's like, right. it's a like big hit on Canadian radio. And I'm just like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, it's so frustrating because especially again, watching people around me where I'm like, maybe no label, no team, even stuff that does have label and team where I'm like, this is good. Why is this not doing what it should be doing in my head? And that's, I think what I stopped doing with my music, especially this year was like the, I think people will like this. Like 2023 Allie is like, I'm doing this because I think it's cool and we're just going to do it and put it out there and we'll find my people if it is meant to be. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, a better approach than like, cause I find that's funny because a lot of people that we've had on 
have had that. And I don't know if it's just a crossroad of social media in a sense, because like, I know we had Madison Olds on for our first episode this year. And she was kind of like similar path where she said she had released songs in 2022. And she's like, I was Mm -hmm. trying to be kind of like a punk rocker girl. Uh, I think she mentioned like Taylor had come out with stuff, uh, Paramore. And she's like, I felt like that was my realm or that's my alley. And uh, it was like, okay. And then she's like, yeah, Yeah. 2023 Madison is just going to, she wants to release a pop song. She's going to do a pop song. I was just like, yeah. It's like, I I know that it's more or less a social world where people are like, they want authentic, but then they get mad that it is authentic, but then they get mad that it's not real. And I'm just they're like, I don't know. It's just do, do what you want and see if people will track it because I see marketing videos and we've had the band on actually. And they made fun of it where it's like, I showed my mom my latest song and then I'm like, yeah, but she's humming the song. Like, how is, how does she know the song already? And they're like, they're like, we were trying a marketing thing, but they're like, we posted anyway because we thought it was humorous. And I'm like, and that's why people like you because you knew it was a bad move. You still posted it. And people were like, all right, they get it. Like, it, it, it blew up but they're like we get it they didn't try to sugarcoat it and i think that's what people want is like if it doesn't go well just post it yeah absolutely yeah. i love that what are what are some things that you have my in mind for 2023 because i know you just you're talking about releasing like well the song's already released now but yeah like do you have any tours in mind do you have like uh, like kind of a set path yeah there, there's definitely more on the way i think again backing on this whole like trying to not overthink things. This is the year of like continuously putting out music and not just like giving one song and being like, okay, maybe there's more like going into this year. I've already got, we've got the next one ready to roll and I'm in the studio next week doing three more and kind of have a release set for like everything this year, which I've never started the year this way ever. I don't think so. I feel very ahead of it on those terms, but also like really want to get back to playing live. And I know that I made a whole album to go and play it live. And then the world kind of shut down during all of that. So I kind of got chipped a little bit, I feel like on the live side, but the part of making an album is going to play it live. So um, all this new music, I'm excited to get on the road because technically there will be two albums worth of stuff now that people really haven't heard live before and i just like want to see humans again that would be really nice too (laughs) i think i forget that aspect of things too because i know there are acts that had just released stuff during covid or prior to covid and like there's a part of you like i guess kind of selfishly like when you see it released on itunes you're like awesome done downloaded and then you're like okay got it forever but then it's like you forget the aspect of seeing it perform live the different atmosphere of that because i can imagine now this like this is my the way my brain works but imagine like downloading a 2002 backstreet boys cd or like you know like black and blue and you're like love these songs can't wait for them to perform it and then not mm. seeing them perform any of it for like another two years i'm still young but it's still probably like uh have they ever performed this song and they'd be like no because this thing happened and we had to shut it down i'd be like oh so do we get to see them perform it it's like yeah eventually I'd be like yeah but when is eventually like when when is it <laughs> Well, and soon uh, enough, well, it still makes sense for it to be in the set list, too, because I don't want to outright myself out of the last album yeah. yet. Like, I still want to play those songs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I need yeah. to be on the album, like, next week. <laughs> Off the songs that you have, like, what ones are you kind of interested to see how an audience reacts to it? Because 
I, I can assure you, I know it's a different world, but like sometimes when I'll do mm-hmm. podcast episodes and like go back to edit, there's a part of me yeah. that after the interview is done or the conversation, like, all right, I don't know how that turned out. And then I'll listen to it and I'm like, you know what? Not as bad as I thought or even better than what I expected. And you get clips and you're like, wow, those are cool. And then you're kind of waiting to see what other people like find interesting. Like Mm -hmm. I might find someone's story about how they overcame alcohol interesting. And then you go on social media and then there's people like, I actually really liked how they told the story about how they had a twin sister and they used to beat the crap out of each other. I'm just like, like what? (laughs) You you don't have a twin sister? Like what? And then I'm like, I guess that's a little bit more up the alley, but what, what's, uh, what are you excited for in terms of songs that you want to see people react to? I mean, I definitely think off the last album feels like this. The title track of the album is one I'm most excited for mainly because that was the one that stepped most, most outside of the country vein. I did that specifically because I feel like it's going to be a really fun song for live, especially with a full band. I've done that one stripped down, but not with the full band yet. So I know that's going to be a really fun one. Guys Like You, I think it's going to go over really well. I'm really excited for Boys and Girls to have a moment just because that was the song on the album that the fans voted in. That was one that was like kind of in my list of like, this is a good song. I don't know if people are going to love it, though. And then all of a sudden, the fans made it the last song on the album. So that'll be a fun one to play. And there's a song that's coming out, hopefully, this summer. But it's called Stop Making Trucks. And that's one that I'm really excited about, too. Just to give you a little hint as what to come. But, uh, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot. I'm really just excited to get out there and just, like, play everything. I think everyone will just be shocked by the fact I'm, like, back and doing the thing again. (laughs) I think it's interesting because when you're talking about, like, just, say, country music and, like, you know, everyone has their artists that they looked up to. You kind of mentioned about Brad Paisley. It's Mm -hmm. interesting to me because, like, you see younger artists now that will still talk about, like, uh, Taylor Swift being an idol and like, I get it because now it's kind of like a pop, a more of a pop country mix. But there was a part of me that when I was like younger and listening to music, like we grew up on like Garth, grew up on like mm-hmm. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. What do you think in terms of like for this album or when you're going forward, like, do you see yourself kind of, because I, I know a lot of people want to do the pop country. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to bring back modern, like my own modern country, but like yeah. what kind of lane do you see yourself going in? Or are you kind of like, there is no lane. I'm just driving all over the place. <laughs> in my brain, I'm saying I'm in no lane. I'm driving all over the place. I was really thankful. This is the first album since my very first album, actually, that only has one producer. It's kind of funny when I was looking for someone, I went through every single week for probably the past year, maybe more. I would load up Spotify every single Friday And I would go to like New Music Friday Country or whatever it is. And I would just like scroll through the credits. And I was like, okay, what stuff do I like the sound of? What stuff sounds like me? Like all of that. And there was only one name that came up every single time I did this. And Eric Arges is my favorite human being ever. And I'm really lucky to have him as part of the project because he's helping me hone in on like, okay, these are the cohesive sounds. This makes, this is going to make sense to the fans when we listen to it. When we like do a little bit of different production through this, 
these are going to be the ones that make sense. So I'm really thankful that we've been on the same page for a lot of the stuff too, but Eric's kind of my soundboard to make sure it sounds like Allie. And I think we've gone from like the last album, which was like pretty big production, I'd say in terms of country pop. We're like scaling it back a little bit um, here and there, still kind of sitting in that country pop world, but giving some of that like, space back into the song which can also give it a little more of like i don't want to say classic country because it's definitely still going to be country pop but giving it more of that like down home vibe that i feel like maybe we've missed because everything's been like very big and busy over the last couple albums when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you find that it helps to have just say like less voices in the room or like less people? Like, cause I, I know some people want, like for me, I don't know how I'd manage if I had like seven people pulling me in different directions or even at four and three, like, you know, whatever the divide is. But like, I find with myself, it's pretty much me, another guy that kind of helps me. And then maybe like, I'll ask for opinions from like, but they're not like podcast people. Cause I know I, I there's a smart part of me that says, why don't you ask podcasters about your podcast or whatever? I'm just like, yeah. because they probably have their own stuff to do. And it's probably not like right. up their alley where it's like, I want to reach out to who I want to listen. So if I go to my friend, I'm like, who would you like to see on this episode? Or like, what kind of people do you find interesting today? And if they give me right. names, I'm like, it is up to me to be like, yeah, I don't find that person interesting. Or like, you know what? That's true. Huh. But I find the more head you have in a room, it's kind of like, difficult but if you have one or two people you're running it by it's like okay sink or swim with this like we're, we're in it together sink or swim <laughs> yeah well and you get it too it's like you want to run it by people you trust but at the end of the day like yours is the voice of reason again and that's yeah. what i think is super important too like i will never let anyone steer me in a direction where i'm like mm, no it doesn't feel right but i love having a couple of opinions Like that's even like, I think about like love songs, like the album artwork, I had like five different options and my family was like, oh, I like this one. My brother liked this one. My sister liked this one. And I was like, you know what? No, this was like, (laughs) this is the first year that I started saying like no to things too, which is weird. I'm very much a yes person and a people pleaser. I like to think it's the nice Canadian in me, but um, no, this year I am doing a lot more of like, trying to spend less time stressing about stuff and just trusting my first instinct. We'll see well, how I'm that goes. That, I, I'm glad that you still have some yeses in you because it'd be kind of weird <laughs> if it was like, it's like we want Allie as a conversation because we didn't have a conversation with her for a while, but like she's in the no stage of her life. I would just be like, okay, let me know when she's back into the yes stage. So like yes. anything we run by her, she just goes yes with. It's like, we want to invite Allie to a pool party and she performs and they'd be like, that sounds kind of dangerous, but she's in the yes right. stage of her life. So yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit of the fun aspect here. Cause I, I know we did the conversation side and I like to have a fun aspect. You, you've probably partake or partake, partook, whatever the word is for this stuff. But like, we like to have a fun game of like random questions. Uh, Perfect. I, I, I want to ask you before we get into like 
the randomness of it because people are going to be like that that question's staged but at least i can say that hey i'm admitting it's staged but when you have someone walk up to you and say hey don't play this song i don't like it it reminds me of someone else is there anything on your playlist that if someone was playing it that you'd be like holy fuck turn that off it reminds me of my ex or this reminds me of a bad time in my life <laughs> i've been really lucky to like escape pretty pretty clear like even the songs that i like to say i hate like for instance like eli young bands always love songs i will still listen to it i'm still a yeah. sucker there's a part of me in the depths of my my big big heart that it just like refuses to like be upset at things but also loves being upset at things. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that song, um, if anything, maybe like some like 2010, like weird, like dance mix songs. Like I'm trying to think of like some house parties that I've been to okay. and like those kinds of things, Cobra Starship or whatever. Um, yes. either way. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's for sure. <laughs> oh, there's, there's definitely songs like that you bring up Cobra Starship or like other ones that I know and it will bring me back to a certain period of time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know this band by heart, but I was I was so tempted to put it on my Instagram story where I think the song is called Broken Hearted. And it's like, okay. don't leave me broken hearted tonight. Like, I, I think I have it on my phone. But like, I remember it was such a good popular song during mm -hmm. my university days. And I, I think I can go through a breakup. It's just that I thought it was a great song. And then over yeah. time when you go through one, you're like, okay, this song wasn't even in the relevance when this relationship happened. But then you're like, yeah. now I can't really listen to certain songs. Like, listen, Isn't it weird? Taylor, yeah, like Taylor Swift's like Back to December. Like I know what it's about, but even when I knew what it was about during that time frame, like it doesn't relate to me. I can listen to you, Taylor. And then now, years later, I'm just still like, okay, don't play Back to December. Like, well, did someone hurt your feelings? I'm like, not, yeah. not, I don't remember them doing it, but it just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird too what music does because like I don't know if you've watched the new Kelsey Ballerini like short film that she did with the songs, but I okay. took the time the other day and I was like, I'm gonna sit down with this, not expecting much out of it, but I was like, Oh, this hurts. I have yeah. not experienced I've not experienced getting married, a divorce, like any of these things, but I hurt just as much from what she wrote about in a lot of these songs. And I was like, huh, amazing, the power of music. Yeah, it's like, you know what? The only one that I can think of of Kelsey Ballerini's that like kind of struck struck me. And it's like, again, there's an audience out there that will laugh at this, but it's like Homecoming Queen. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm not a Homecoming Queen. I know I'm not a Homecoming Queen. But like, right. I can imagine someone in my high school that like, and yeah. maybe they had a great life. Like, this is the stuff that you imagine because of maybe like the few encounters you have with them. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's a song for them. And then you go and ask them like, do you like this song? And they'd be like, love it and you're like hmm like i wonder why you love it but then you don't really want to bring up like do you love it because it relates to you like they might be like no i just like kelsey ballerina i'm like all right i'm the idiot here <laughs> like yeah. i thought i was gonna go deeper <laughs> yeah but there, there are songs out there that i feel like you know will pump you up or put you in a good mood do you have mm -hmm. any of those on your like playlist that you're like oh man like when this song comes on i feel like i conquered the world i mean Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman. Like, how can you not? Um, like, it's it's probably like a bunch of like just some weird like older country stuff. I feel like that's a bunch on my playlist. Taylor Swift, how can you not with like pretty much any Taylor Swift anthem? I don't know if you remember Sean Desmond, but I feel like any like, old Sean Desmond song will do just that for me. There's there's some 
there's some good songs out there for sure. It's funny, like just because you brought it up, but I remember at like uh, in junior high when they had dances, Sean Desmond like yeah. Get Ready would come on, and then you'd have uh-huh. your own dancers to that. And I'm glad no one has tapes on that. Like for the for the generation that we have the video tapes, I'm just glad that at, at any preschool or whatever junior high dance, they're like, yeah, we're gonna tape you guys. I'm just still like, okay, cool. But like, there's never never Brian. Brian is never on them. And I'm like, you saved yourself. I would be mortified if we had TikTok like back then. Yeah. Oh my God. Like my life would be over, over. I was the least cool kid ever. And like was still like decently confident for how little of confidence I had back then. God, it would ruin my life if we had TikTok. So to start a bit of the random questions here, one of the first ones they have here, because it's, it's just a generator, but what is something that you were very afraid of? Spiders. Spiders. Like if there's, you, you there's, never go see Spider Man. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If there's a spider in a room, like I'm the first one to yell and call for someone to like kill it for me, or or, or just move it. Yeah, yeah spiders. Move it away. What is the most embarrassing moment that you can think of? Oh God! Um, if we again going through old like VCR footage, like old videotapes <laughs> that my parents have, there's probably a lot in there. There's this video. My ears always like changing altitudes would like get, you know, clogged very quickly. So there's this video in the gondola in Banff. I must've been like seven. And my sister just like pulls it up when I'm home and cackles. Cause it's like me with my ears closed going like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like I want my ears and like, not that that's the most embarrassing thing ever, but for some reason, when someone pulls out a video of you and is like, ha ha ha, this is the funniest thing ever. It feels very embarrassing. So that's that's one of them, at least one it of does, many. It does. It doesn't feel like they're saying, "Here's a video of like you and your most successful, and we're going to praise Absolutely you." It's not. like it's. I feel like those are the three words. Like even to this day, where someone's like, "I have a video," and you're like, "Uh oh," because it's not like I have a video of you doing something so great. We're going to talk about it. It's like I have a video, and we're going to react to just how embarrassing this should be. Fun. Even if it's even if it's not like I'm sure. For like the fun, the fun of it because it's all perception. Is someone be like, I found a video of your podcast. Like, yeah, I'm the one who posted them. But in my mind, I'm like, oh god, why did I forget to edit out? <laughs> totally. like, Nothing. Yeah. They just they just want to show you a clip where they think you totally effed up. I'd be like, yeah, I left that in because I thought it was funny. But now that yeah. you're all laughing at it and it doesn't sound like you're laughing with me, I'm Sucks. going home and editing that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. If we have another one here. What's your favorite go-to outfit to have on? Like something that you just Uh, like, even if you're just out in public, you're just like, I'm putting this together and I think it, I think it works. It's so cheesy because I mean, it sounds cheesy, but like, honestly, denim on denim, a Canadian tuxedo. If I can't decide on anything, I am like, that is a solid go-to. I cannot go wrong with a pair of jeans and a denim jacket. It always wins. (laughs) I feel like mine, and again, it depends on the climate. Like I'm in Newfoundland, but if I'm like in Ottawa in the summer, I know it's warm. Yeah. I'm not a very like short sky or like a short sh- sleeve, but I think I'll just put on like, um, it's like Nike black pants. They're like, they're not like slack pants, but they're yeah. just like exercise pants. And then just like a light hoodie, like the lightest of hoodies where it's yeah. like, it feels like a shirt. And then someone's like, really? I'm just still like, just wait till it gets like nighttime out where it's not sunny. And I'm like, this outfit works. All right. Be prepared for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like here in Newfoundland, I'm in my own room and I'm wearing a sweater because I want it to be cold and someone right. will come down and be like, man, it's like an igloo down here. I'm like, you're welcome. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's already cold out. I'd be like, yeah, but if you go upstairs and take a left, we have like a fireplace and you sit right. by there for five minutes and you are like in Florida, oh, yeah. Florida. So you're like, yeah. no. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I keep it cold. Why was the first album you remember like either downloading or owning? I feel like by saying downloading, I'm just, I'm pitching it to a younger generation. Cause if I say which the one, like what's the first CD you ever right. have, there's going to be like, well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to think about it. Like that takes me back to like the downloading, like LimeWire days. Um, yes, yes. I think what would have been on there. I know like one of the first CDs I ever got was the Britney Spears hit me baby one more time, like single CD. Um, okay. I remember also getting the Sabrina, the teenage witch compilation cassette tape. That was my first cassette first download. Ooh. I mean, like it probably was probably was some like Schneier or something along the lines of that. It was either that we'll or see. like probably Boys. you're like what you're the oldest sibling right like in your family yeah yeah so therefore like yeah you would remember like mine was just kind of like i wouldn't have a first download as much as it is like my brother probably liked the same song as me and right. i was like okay cool like you know smash mouth's all-star i'm just like i'm gonna download that it's like it's already there i'm just like thank you but the, the, the first one i can kind of remember for myself that like and i don't know if it's necessarily the first but one that i'm definitely like i know i had to download it and it's kind of the irony of it is it was like, don't say you love me, but it was by, it was for like the Pokemon movie, like by M2M. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just still like, I, I, I'm just, I'm just glad that people like can't find my history for that. Cause they'd be like, hold on. How old were yeah. you? And I'm just like, relax. I was nine and it was a cool movie and the song was killer. It was always on YTV's hit list. So leave me I alone. Totally <laughs> forgot that that was in the Pokemon movie. Yeah. It was wild. Like, okay back memories now. yeah like for a nine-year-old watching pokemon and you're a guy you don't really you're not really you're considered on pokemon but i just remember that video stuck with me and like even when i look back at it today i'm like man imagine if we had these days now because they're out like in a movie theater like outside they're on cars and I, it's funny because we bring it up to like mostly every artist that we've had on or everybody when you listen to songs mm -hmm. as a kid you like the beat you like mm -hmm. the the artist and that's about it when you get older you're kind of like uh, well, I was a nine-year-old going around singing "Don't Say You Love Me." Like, totally. He's like, "You don't yeah, even know absolutely. me." Don't say you love me. I'm like, that makes sense. You don't know me. Don't say you love me. But then when you're older, you're like, ah, understood. Has deeper meaning. It's don't say you love me because you want to get me in the bed. Blah 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 blah. Or whatever way you want to take it. But I'm just like, as a nine-year-old, you're like, I I just liked it because it was in a movie, man. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And it's so funny because like listening to music now. Like, I feel like everyone's like, oh my gosh, they said this. I, I can't even think of the last song that people were complaining about, but they're like, I can't believe they said this in a country song. And I'm like, there's been a lot worse things like years before this. Like we just kind yeah. of forget. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting, like from a standpoint of like some, sometimes when you see on Instagram, like, cause I, you wouldn't see it back in the day, but like someone will say song is releasing this week or the song is releasing in a few months time. And like, you're like, okay, cool. But then once the song is released, they'll start showing you like how far back it went. Like I think yeah. the, the one that I'm most recent the, off the top of my head that I thought was kind of interesting was I think it's like Taylor Acorn has a song out of um, like, she's kind of a pop singer or a pop punk singer. I love and, like, she released, yeah. Like she released it around Valentine's day. And I was like, good yeah. marketing. Cause it is like for, but then she showed a clip of how far back that went. And there's two sides of that. And you can kind of answer this question. Cause you know, you're in this realm, but like as an mm -hmm. artist, how, like waiting a whole goddamn year 
when that's probably like you like instantly it's on your mind where it's like love it let's do it let's release it and someone's like hold on a second let's uh let's let it build a little bit let's uh let's give people some teaser clips and see how it does but like you as the artist how do you respond to that are you kind of like shut up (laughs) we're doing it now (laughs) yeah i mean like the sad part is that like the excitement that you get when you initially write a song not that it fizzles but like there's such a like cool excitement to begin with and then you're like okay well it could take the next like two to three months to record the song and then you've got to have it mixed you've got to have it mastered you've got to get the artwork done now like in order to put it to like streaming you need to have it to them like four to eight weeks minimum in advance before it comes out especially if you want to pre-sale on it and it's like all of this timeline stuff and that's why i'm saying like i'm really excited about this year like having a plan for stuff coming out because that means we're already ahead of the game and like we already have the next song uploaded and ready to go but like again coming back to tiktok where it's like people are like oh if you wrote a song tomorrow that you love you should post about it tomorrow and i'm like i don't i don't want to do that because you get people excited about something and if they can't have it immediately it ruins the fun for them it ruins the fun for you like you kind of kill a song in my brain you know like there's something about like even love songs i started promoing it two weeks before it came out and i feel like that was a week too soon because you know like people immediately when it popped off they were like we want it now and i was like oh next friday and they were like no right now today and i was like yeah that is i I am a part of that audience base (laughs) yeah i've heard i heard it on like when you posted it and i was just like this is catchy i like it but then you know the social media side of me was like let's not comment on it because i've already seen enough and like she's probably sitting there like fuck like just let it breathe guys like come on like i there there's a really like there's a good band that um from the uk like picture this and he released and i and sometimes it's like a double-edged sword because he released it where it's like i wrote this song for myself and i heard Mm -hmm. it like maybe two minutes after he posted it and i was like oh it's like i wonder when that one's gonna released and then of course he just kind of was like we're working on it and i'm just like no when is it getting released and he's like right we we are working on it i'm like no i don't think you're hearing me like it's almost like just fucking release the guy like i don't care if it's three seconds you release that shit Well, that's the issue. Like all of these songs that usually get posted online are like a starting like demo phase. And there's still so much work that goes into building past that, which, you know, the fans don't get. But I think it's really cool because it's also changed the way obviously we consume music and that music is also created. So now it's more like, do you like the demo? Well, okay, well, then we'll just like clean that up a little bit and we'll put it out, you know, like um, it's crazy how it's changing the industry, too but it's fun. Keeps, keeps things exciting. That's for sure. Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know you're thinking who doesn't, but ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. 
Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. I feel like people just want like all the singles, like when singles come out and it's just like, okay, but like, I don't know for me, as much as it's like impatiently waiting for stuff, it's like, you got to remember there's a time frame that you impatiently waited for a CD album. You still wait for games to be released. Like I, I like games. Like I have the switch in the back here, but it's like, I still wait for like games to be released. And it's like, so how come you can patiently wait for that? But when an artist tells you to wait for another month for a song, you go off right. your goddamn rocker where it's just like, no, now yeah. I'm like, you don't go to, you don't go to like super Mario bros or something. Be like, I know that right. you got this game in March, but like, I, I kind of want to play it now. And they're just be like, well in yeah. March and you're just like, okay, understood. No, absolutely. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll take the, uh, we'll take the blunt for it, but that's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, especially when they're all on like Instagram, like, I mean, it's I, again, going back to the whole age dividing thing. It's like, you couldn't totally. reach out to if this was in the nineties, I mean, you wouldn't be able to reach out to you through like an Instagram. Like you might've had to be like search a little, or you'd be like right. someone that's like one of your closest friends would be like, all right, so five, five people have sent me a message and they want me to tell you this, or like, it'd be like MySpace where you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> now it's instantly like you post so a true. video clip and someone's like, it's great. Where's the rest of it? It's like, okay. Cause they're like, I can imagine like, and I feel like that's why like an older generation, like Garth, Reba, and like maybe even ones that grew up in the nineties, they kind of mm -hmm. have a handle of social media. Cause they don't treat it very like serious. Cause like they're already made. They probably have someone holding, like having that, but just imagine what they used to have to go through. Cause I guess the equivalent of it is you coming home to your house and it's, mm -hmm. it's like, Hey honey, you got like three, 3000, uh, email or not emails but like mail and it's like you kind of got to reply to these and they're she's just like damn like it's a lot of mail to reply to it's like well they've been waiting like six to eight months to maybe a year for you to come home <laughs> totally yeah yeah we, so, we are really lucky that at least it's easier to do all of our replying now <laughs> yeah it's like yeah sometimes it's too easy sometimes it's just a, like so you love this song we're like thank you and then i i'm the type of person that if someone just writes like thank you i'm just like okay like you really put a lot of effort into that one and but it's like right yeah but she has like 20 other messages that she has to try to imp i'm just like fair enough you know the the coolest part i think about releasing stuff now is knowing that there's like a whole back catalog for people to discover so that's the one thing i will say True. as much as i'm like maybe i don't have this song for you like right now but there's like 30 other songs that maybe yeah. you'll like one of those that that'll like hold you over for for a quick minute so I like that you clued it up with that because I, I forgot to bring this up in the beginning, but you reminded me is like when you talk about a back catalog, there was someone when like some of my friends will ask who you having on this week, who you have. And then I will tell them because I'm trying to help the act as well. I'll be like, yeah. this is who we have on. Go check out their music. Go check. And sometimes like, I don't know. I'm not down their throat saying like, you have to do this. But someone right. came actually to me the other day and they said your name completely wrong. They were like, they, they like said like Ali. I was like, I was like, no, it's just Ali. And then they're like, I really like the song moonshine. And I was like, funny enough. I was like, we did talk about moonshine in like two years ago, but you're right yeah. with a back catalog. They can now like, go like, Hey, listen, this one didn't do it for me. Moonshine did. Or, Hey, I like this one, but I, I wonder how an artist sometimes, cause you, you took that in stride, but I feel like some artists would be like, man, like what my recent stuff isn't good enough for you. I'm just like, relax. People go, there are 
people on YouTube right now that are watching my Emma Watkins video that's been <laughs> done like two years ago, and I'll still get uh-huh. comments where it's like, good conversation. It, it just plays in my mind where it's like, so my latest ones aren't good conversations? I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, but but it's nice to know that, like, again, being a creative, like, I hope that there are people that don't like half of my songs because that means that I'm actually making something that there's like a specific group of people that love. Um, and at some point, everyone might find something that I will never forget. There was this is oh gosh, maybe two years ago. I think when Guys Like You was about to come out. Um, is that two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Anyhow, um, yeah, yeah, video that. that like I'm not gonna say viral, but like we were getting like fifty thousand views, and this was in a point where I was getting like nothing. But it ended up in this group of like anime, like but like like dark anime, <laughs> like loving people, like all of like you'd look at the profile pictures and you were like, oh no, what's happening? But it started yeah. going viral with these people because they all kept commenting, being like, I don't like this. This isn't for me. And I'm like, yeah, but if you didn't comment, then it wouldn't keep sending it to people who also have the same interest as you because the algorithm is like, oh yeah, they're commenting, they love it. They're sharing it, they love it. And I'm like, no, 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 this went bad so quick. Yeah. But yeah. The one thing was, is I would respond to them and I was like, if you don't like this one, maybe you'll like something else. And I actually grew some fans out of that one. Who would have thought we'd come back and save the day? But um, yeah, never, uh, never get too upset over yourself when people don't like your stuff. That's what I've learned. It's, it's going to happen. And uh, it means you're going to find people that love it one day, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's a tattoo somewhere that someone should get. (laughs) It's like, it's like, if someone doesn't like you, just love yourself. And then it's like, you know, it's like, all right, here, read it. I, I, I you know what? I want to close it with that one. Do you, do you think if you, well, I don't know if you have any tattoos, but if, if you don't, okay. What would be a tattoo that would you, you'd like to have? Like, cause I know I'm not a tattoo person, but I'll give you mine first. I feel okay. like I'm a big fan of Conan and Conan's late night speech where it was like, I, I can't remember. I used to remember it word for word, but it was almost like, listen, if there's anything you want to do in life, you can do it. Like you just like, nothing is impossible, blah, blah. Now it's a big, long saying. And I know there's like yeah. people that have it on a shirt. I think I just get a tattoo that says like, you know, uh, Conan late or tonight show speech. And they'd be like, what the, what? And I'd be like, go, go Google that. And then you'd, you'd get time. it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh, oh that's, yeah. see, that's really cool and thought out. Unlike mine. So I'll start <laughs> off by saying, um, I am scared of needles. Um, that should have been what I'm scared of. I'm scared of needles. Like, I can take out a spider, a needle. Oh my God. <laughs> a needle? No, like I would literally stay home from school on days where we had to get like vaccines done. And then my mom would have to take me to the doctor like weeks later to get it. Anyhow. Um, it's a little, like a little like diamond. Okay. My dog, Jewel is my light and joy. And I swear to God, the day that we lose her will be the last day of my life. Um, but she's just like the most incredible thing. And I just like want to get a little like little outline of a diamond somewhere so that I always have Jewel with me, even when she's no longer here. Where, but we're not going to start. Where, yeah. where, where would you put it? I don't know. I, that's the next issue is I like, if I get temporary tattoos it'll be on for like three minutes and I'm like, I hate this spot and like get it off of me and I will rub it off. So yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like I might get like some temporary ones done and like tested a bunch of different spots and see what goes over well, you know? Because it's always like when you get a tattoo, you know, you got to have it like permanent, but it's almost like if you're going to sit in the chair, you don't want it to be in like the roughest area. So like I see people have it like on their hips and I'm just still like, why? Like I get, I get like, you know, it's not their first one, obviously, but it's no. still like, okay. But like, I think if I got one, I'm like, okay, find something that's very fleshy. And then that way, when you dig in, I don't know. And then they're like, all right, well, the, f- the only fleshy part is like your fuck your stomach or something. I'd be like, you know what? I'm yeah. good. I don't, I don't want it there. So just whatever. Yeah. They're like, well, the next best area. And then they do it like on your, like up here or something. I'm like, it's not as bad, yeah. but with me, I'd still be like, man, my friend said he, he got one. I like put it on cause he was in like the military or like army and he got one on the back here. And I was like, uh-huh. that's kind of a stupid place to put. It. He's like, no, like I can see it in the mirror. I don't have to look at it all the time. I'm like, but I'd forget it. And I'd forget what I got after like two years. I'd be like, someone's like, you got something on your back that says like Buster. Cause it'd be my dog that passed away. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. what, what, what? Oh, and like trying to shake it off or something. They'd be like, I'd be like, oh, right. I got that tattoo when I was like 20. Okay. <laughs> forgot yeah. about it. That's kind of um, cool though. I don't like that. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Allie for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob Sang. Thank you for listening, and good night. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.